No one is going to rescue you from your pain. And honestly, I hate saying it. I hate that it's true. It sounds so negative. And I really try hard to kind of think positive and reframe things. You will be watching this on the two-year anniversary of my daughter's death. And the pain still feels unbearable. Where did we get this idea that someone could rescue us? And, and I still struggle with this. I want someone to be able to take away this pain, lessen this pain, do something with this pain. Where do we get this idea? I mean, you know, we talk about sometimes about movies and kind of princess theory. And when, when something is going wrong, there's a hero that comes to rescue us. And many adult movies have a hero and there is a happy ending. And if you're like me, life hasn't been a happy ending. So what do we do with this if no one can rescue us from this pain? I think the biggest culprit for me is my relationship with God. I truly believe that God is love. And I cannot get away from this idea, this belief system that he should rescue me, that he should comfort me, that he should take away this pain. And I know there's some people watching who are, you know, strong, what they would call strong in their faith, and they would say, oh, you know, you're just not leaning enough on God. Go watch some of my other videos. I have lost three children over the course of 17 years, and my husband is currently on hospice. And I'm still standing. But I can tell you from experience that that pain doesn't just go away with prayer or meditation, manifestation. I have studied and practiced many things that are supposed to give that external power or external rescuing. And all of these things have been positive in my life. I believe I do have a relationship with God. I am, uh, I do benefit from uh, meditation. And I do believe that our thoughts, you know, can manifest more positive things in our life. But they cannot rescue you from pain. And this is why. I'm so adamant about teaching the mentally strong method is that these things have got to be separated. Yes, it is super important to think positive and more positive things will come your way. I know that. But I have also experienced praying, meditating, manifesting, doing everything possible from medical treatments to alternative treatments to traveling around the world to the best of everything to still lose 
my children. That is pain. And nobody is coming to rescue me from it. And I think this is where the spiritual conflict happens with people who have experienced intense grief or trauma because this loving, protective God was not there. And and I know when I say no one's coming to rescue you, I am not saying push away your community, push away your support system. You need them. Accept and appreciate any support that comes your way. But the real responsibility for healing comes from within. Nobody can actually rescue you from that pain. You have to feel it. If you know anything about my story, I have experienced intense grief and I, I have vulnerably shared that publicly, publicly, and it's very difficult, but I've tried to be very real in how hard it is. But also I've experienced trauma, specifically in Maya's death, and having to learn how to separate that trauma and grief The grief of losing my 21-year-old daughter, who although had a progressive illness, was not sick. And to have to come upon that and, and attempt to save my own child's life. And being a nurse, thinking I should know how, that morning which is today as you watch this is the two-year anniversary of that morning. That morning was trauma. And having to separate that from the grief because trauma we have to try to let go. And so when you think about no one's coming to rescue you, I want to give you three tips about how to actually do that. But first, I want you to to go into the description and download the choice opportunity called Comfortable in Your Story. Write down your story. What is your story? Mine is full of intense grief and trauma over the last 17 years. Maybe yours is trauma in your childhood. Maybe you have lost a child. Whatever your story is, where you feel like you want someone to rescue you, download that. Write it out. The goal of that is to to get it out on paper and then to learn to be comfortable in our story. I think that's why I'm able to share is that it's not just that I've lost children. I I have been real with how hard, painful, and ugly this process can be. And that's my story. And I'm uh, comfortable in it. It's hard to say. But it's mine. And 
I am comfortable in my story. But that doesn't mean I'm healthy or that I'm uh, doing everything right. If I were to do a thought map on myself today, honestly, I'm over 50 years old and I still struggle with this concept of someone should rescue me. And if I were to map it all out, you know, I'm upset, you know, this is going on with my husband, this is going on, and I'm, and honestly, the arguments and the, the resentment that I have with my husband is all about that, that he can't rescue me, that he hasn't rescued me from this pain. I do that with my husband. I do that with God. Like, he should take away this pain. And if I were to map all of that out right now, you know, I've been doing the thought mapping on myself for many years, and I know what my core connections are. And one of the things that always comes up for me, and it, it actually didn't go all the way back to childhood like many core connections do, but one of my core connections is, is that hard work does not equal success. And that really started with, with Reggie. I did absolutely everything to save Reggie's life. And hard work did not equal success. Fervent, you know, faithful, uh, believing in prayer did not save my son's life. And so I still, in my thought map today, if I were to put all of that out on paper, it would still have that spiritual conflict of why God has not saved me or why does he not why is everything so difficult why does my hard work and perseverance not equal what uh what i want and all of that is my story and my pain and although i am blessed and fortunate to actually have a uh, a very good strong support system i have friends that I've been friends with for for many years. Um, My family is by my side. It's never enough because they can't actually rescue me from that pain. But it does help. And so back to what I said in the beginning of, of making sure that you're accepting and appreciating the support but also taking the responsibility of knowing that it's your story and that you have to process it. And how do you do that? There's, I've got a ton of videos around this, but the three things I want you to get out of this video is something that I talk about in my child series, right? Because when you are dealing with intense grief and trauma, you go back sometimes to that immaturity or the the, you know, sometimes I'll even say to myself, I'm acting like a little teenager in, in my emotional regulation. I don't do it outwardly, right? But in my emotional regulation. And so the three things about being able to rescue yourself is one, you have to know yourself. And then you have to like yourself and ultimately trying to love ourselves. We often, often, often talk about 
oh, you know, self-love and love. And if you can just love yourself, these other things will fall into place. Well, one, you ha- to, to love yourself, you have to know yourself. And I know that most adults do not know themselves well enough at the core to know what they actually need to heal. And it's different for everyone. And so you're, you're reaching externally to try to find somebody who can tell you what to do or do something for you that takes away that pain. You've got to dig internally to know yourself, know what you need, like yourself well enough to seek out what you need and ultimately grow in that space to say you love yourself even after the intensity of your story. I know it's hard, and I I say this so often in my videos, it's hard. But when you have that thought of, my husband should do this for me and I would feel better. If God did this, I would feel better. If, 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 externally, if someone rescued you, you would feel better. And yes, support is helpful, but no one can rescue you from that pain. But you can do it. So dig deep and try to find yourself because knowing yourself, liking yourself, ultimately can lead to loving yourself. I want you to go into my series that I call the five selves. And this is going to directly link you to that first kind of overall of what the five selves are. But then keep watching. Go deep into what is self-care? We talk about it, but what is it? And what is it for you? What is self-regulation? How do you actually regulate these thoughts and emotions going on in your mind? Don't ignore your spiritual self. And then always be on that self-improvement journey where you are continuing to learn. And then self-movement is how we actually get this pain out of our body. Continue watching.